Good morning. Glory to God. Good morning to you. Glory to God. My name is Kathy Broxton. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com and uh, WKKP Digital Broadcasting and uh, 102.4 FM on your FM dial. Amen, 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 and amen. All right, so somehow I messed this up. All right, so I do apologize. Uh, today was an interesting day, and that I messed up. Uh, I messed up my audio uh, for live. Yes, I did. Totally my fault. Ain't nobody else's fault but my fault. Ain't nobody to receive that blame but me. No one but me. And so anyway, um, I'm happy to be back live. Well, today it's recorded live, um, <laughs> but we're live on Anchor, and there we go. And uh, so we're gonna put on the whole armor of God, and this is just to get me reacclimated to everything. Amen. 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 To get myself reacclimated to everything. Amen. Glory to God. All right. So, if you're listening to 102.4 FM, you're going to hear me live. Amen. Amen. All right. So you hear me. You hear me live. Uh, if you listen to 102.4 FM, and so we're gonna put on the whole armor of God today uh some of y'all probably wonder what happened how come you stopped doing live videos and whatnot uh i was going through some stuff and still am but and uh you know sometimes you get discouraged in my case uh i got a little discouraged and i was looking for some solutions and uh well we still working on it we father kathy jesus holy ghost Jehovah God. Now God always got a solution. I'm just, I'm just, I just be trying to hear the solution. (laughs) Look, whatever God suggests, I know it's right. And that's what I'm gonna do. So I be trying to make sure I hear what he's saying. So, uh, (coughs) pardon me. And so, um, I finally got a COVID test. Uh, it was negative. Amen. So, uh, the coffin is not from like a respiratory or something like that. Um, I have no idea why sometimes I just be coughing. Uh, but I just do. But don't worry, it's nothing contagious and I cover my mouth when I'm out and about. Um, um, had a bunch of tests done. Anyway, to God be the glory. So we're going to put on the whole armor, God. We just want to say thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day. Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Which is why we come to you, Heavenly Father, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. And we just want to say thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jehovah God, for all you've done and all that you are doing. We thank you, Almighty God, for you are our peace and our strength. We thank you, Lord God Almighty. For there is truly none like you. We're keeping our we're keeping our hopes and our, our dreams in you, Lord God, for you make the manifestation of them occur. We thank you, Lord God, 
for that peace. We thank you, Lord God, for that strength and that love, knowing that you are the one that is looking out for us, Lord. We just thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for your um for covering us from the palms of our hands to the soles of our feet in the blood of Jesus as we make our way to and fro. We thank you, Lord God, for the whole armor of God being put upon us. Amen. And fighting our battles, knowing that we do not have to fight these battles. The battles belong to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 <coughs> and so for any of you all that know me, you know, I've had some lifelong um, uh, medical battles, but I have never let any medical troubles uh, keep me from living. So, I mean, it's not like super serious, just like asthma, anemia, you know, and like a few allergies and whatnot. Um, gotten over most of the allergies, uh, the asthma is under control and, uh, the, the anemia. Well, you know, I'm, I'm believing for that to be like completely fixed. And so, but with some of those things there, they can be annoying sometimes. And cause, uh, sometimes you'll get sleepy when you don't want to be sleepy, you get tired when you don't want to be tired. You'll get, uh, you get cold when you don't want to be cold. <laughs> it's just weird when people are cold, you not. But well, I shouldn't say that. You can be cold year round. Put it like that. It could be a hundred degrees and you'll be cold. Um. And so, what I just keep going. That's the only thing I know to do. Keep going. And so, you know, vision problems or whatnot. And so, I'm believing God to fix it all. Um, and so I never knew the word quit. Uh, I, I, like I said, I got discouraged, but I was like, you know, the word of God says, you know, he'll bless you as you do his work. And Jesus did not quit. Hey, imagine if Jesus had to quit, would none of us be saved right now? If Jesus had been like, look, God, did you see that dude hit me? Man, I want to straight pop him in the lip. Look, father. He hit me with a can of nine tail. Lord, the cross, really? Really, God? They driving nails into my hands. You know what? I'm about ready to get up off of this thing. Lord, I'm in hell. Come on, God. <sighs> How long I got to be down here? Because I tell you, you know what? We can just wrap it all up and just send everybody to hell because this is too much. <laughs> can you imagine if Jesus said something like that to the Father? This is too much. Let them pay their own price. We'd have been like, oh, no, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let us encourage you, Jesus. We got to encourage you, Jesus. Encourage, courage, courage, courage. <laughs> and so like, like the angels of heaven came and encouraged Jesus to stay in the fight. Jesus encourages us to stay in the fight. Amen. And our fight is getting the gospel into all, all the world. And so, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing what I can do. I'm doing my part to uh, get the gospel out. And, uh, though I may be attacked on all sides, God is always straight up the middle. <laughs> God is always where I need him to be. God, the word of God is here. Uh, God is delivering. He already know. He just need, he need me to stay in the fight. So as long as I'm in the fight, I know I got the victory. 
All right, so let's go put on the whole armor of God. Luke 24, 45. It says, <coughs> it says, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17 said, I'm on Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, hey, hey. All right. All right. Y'all should have it by now. Okay. So <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6, uh, starting off with verse 10. That's my spaghetti jar of water. It says, uh, <laughs> finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against against the evil day, and having done all to stand. Am I talking loud enough for you? Stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. Hold on a second. I did that one from memory. Girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. I'm on verse uh, 15. The breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. Hold on a second. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. We ain't finished yet. Verse 18. It says, Praying always. Remember, prayer is asking God, asking God for something. So you could read it like this. Asking God for something always. So praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching. That's right. God wants you to ask him for stuff. Ask him for a lot. Yeah, ain't nothing too hard for God. You be like, look, Lord, uh, I want you to protect my whole block. I want you to take my, protect my whole school, my whole job, my mama job, my father job, my sister job, uh, my brothers, all my friends' jobs, uh, they families, uh, they colleges, universities, they, uh, my auntie and them and they kids and just go all down a list. Get, give God a big list. Give God a list so long that it would take you three hours to read. You're like, what? That's right. Give God a list that's so long, it'll take you three hours to read because he can handle it. All right. 
praying, praying always with all prayer and supplication in his spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Here's something y'all could ask for. You know, that war in Ukraine. That war in Ukraine is uh, strategic. And so what you can start doing is say, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God, we love Ukraine and we love Russians. Yep, because they people too, sure enough. The Russian people don't necessarily, they don't agree with with this war because a lot of those people in Ukraine are actually Russian relatives. And so essentially their country is killing their people. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you'll bring peace to Ukraine, that they'll be able to have their whole country back. And that Russia will finally be able to live in peace and worship the Lord God Almighty in spirit and in truth and not under lock and key. That they'll no longer need a license to pray and that they'll have real peace like it is in heaven. In Jesus name, amen. And no more super soldiers as their army. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's a big ask. Why? Because it will require the hearts of all of every Russian citizen to come in agreement with the word of God. Now, you could do it with one. But wouldn't it be great if all the Russian citizens decided, hey, we do want to be able to worship how we want to worship. We do want peace and we will love it. If our country would stop killing our cousins and our grandbabies and our sons and daughters, we would love it if you would stop killing our children. We would love it. And so anyway, wouldn't it be cool if they found if they all just wherever they were standing at, just all in one accord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, give us peace in Russia and in Ukraine. Stop this war, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that we can worship you in spirit and in truth. In the name of Jesus, Father, give us victory. We want to see our grandbabies. We want them to grow up and be mighty, strong men and women of God, loving you with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. Amen. We believe it's done already. Amen. Now, I didn't say anything about their president. That's God's business. I, that, that ain't none of my business. I'm only talking about the people. I have nothing to do. We, we're not already praying for that man. Um, and he, God go, God got this. That's all I'm saying. I ain't got nothing against the man. God got this. Cause you know, we got to forgive everybody. We got to forgive everybody. That's just how it is. Um, and so with all that forgiving of everybody, you got to forgive everybody. Even if you don't agree with what everybody doing. Uh, hold on a second. All right. So, um, and so anyway, that's a big ask. So we'll move over to, uh, numbers chapter six, numbers chapter six, 
Numbers chapter 6. Y'all know how I like to keep going with this. I like to explain stuff in between and whatnot. You know how I do. If you don't remember, this is how I do. All right, so we're on, <laughs> we're on Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. I, w- I was watching this movie last night. Um, and it was about Jesus. And it's called Young Jesus. And I think it was made back in 2016. You can see it on Netflix. Because I was trying to find something decent to put before my eyes. <coughs> and I was watching this movie and I finally saw Ephesians, I mean, a Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 27, put in effect in a prayer upon uh, how it was used. And so I don't know, you can probably use it in many different ways, but she was, there was this auntie of Jesus. Jesus had an auntie, y'all. Oh, for real, Jesus had an auntie, y'all. And so uh, Jesus' auntie, uh, these soldiers had came and uh, they was going to, uh, they, they was coming to find Jesus so they could kill him. But these was like, uh, you know, how you hire mercenaries. And so these mercenaries were um, coming to do it. But she brought out the best wine and some cakes and whatnot for them to eat. And they decided, you know, to leave him alone. Because she's like, oh, you know, remember y'all killed all the two, all the babe, all the boys, uh, two and under. He's, she's like, ah, oh, that's not him. Um, and so anyway, uh, um, so as they turned and, and bid them adieu, they decided not to do anything. Um, she started saying uh, this prayer over them. She said, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen. Now I always go to verse 27 also and says, and they should put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. And that's the evangelist portion of it. But I finally heard somebody use that in connection with Jesus, which is what I was looking for. And it was in that movie. (laughs) And so what they were doing is portraying Jesus as this young kid with all these questions like kids do. Kids be having a million questions and children, please have two million questions. Ask your parents questions and ask God questions. Your parents sometimes may get tired of questions, but Jesus will never, ever, ever get tired of your questions. Ask him two million questions. Ask him anything that comes to mind that you don't understand. Jesus, what's this? Jesus, why this? Jesus, why you make that? Jesus, what's this for? Jesus, what's going on with that? Hey, Jesus, I'm reading your Bible and and what's with this? Is this true? Did they make it too simple for my Bible? Jesus, what's going on? How do you do this? Jesus, 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 Jesus. I got a question. I got another question. Okay, if that's that, then Jesus, what's this? God ain't going to never get tired of your questions, children. All right. Whether you are a young child or you, you, you 91. God ain't going to never get tired of your questions. You can be 120. God ain't going to get tired of your questions. You can be up there in heaven with him and he still won't get tired of your questions. Jesus is still teaching. Hello. I'm just saying. We went over to Psalms 91. Amen. This is Jesus dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. Psalms 91. Do, do, do. <coughs> Psalms 91 is a good uh, prayer of protection. All uh, Psalms. Scriptures. 
Amen. Because when a person comes to attack you, the person is not doing it himself. It's, he's always being led by he or she is always being led by a spirit. And it's a demonic spirit because the angels of heaven that belong to the kingdom of God, they will not try and influence man, Adam, to hurt anyone because, well, God will kill. He will He basically he'll, get, he'll kill him. Because that's a sin. Um, and you're like, how do you know that? The fallen angels, they try to kill God. And what did he do? He killed them. He killed them. They tried to kill God and kill the angels and everybody in heaven. So God. Straight to hell. Made hell out of Lucifer's body. All right. So we're on Psalms 91. Uh <laughs> he made uh Lucifer the uh father of darkness and sin is what he made him. All right, it says, uh, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Okay. Uh, and that happens to be Jehovah Adonai. Uh the Lord Almighty is uh is uh, in reference to Jehovah Adonai. Um, let me see here. And it means uh, strength. That name means strength. Okay, so here we go. And then verse 2, it says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Amen. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noon day. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. This is another reason why you ain't got to be afraid of the enemy. Because God already told you, you got the victory and you're going to receive the reward of the enemy. And you'll see that from heaven. Amen. Dwell with the Lord. Trust in Jesus. Amen. Believe God. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. That's like tight-knit, friend, friend, better than friend, friend, friend. Love, Father, God, Almighty, tight-knit, tight-knit. Amen. Ain't nothing breaking you apart from God. Just tight-knit, 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 tight-knit. Just like tight-knit. You ever, uh, your mom and you ever wrapped yourself, like when you were little? You know, you used to wrap yourself around your mom, your dad's legs. When we were little, my mom would come in the house and we would grab onto her legs and we would just wrap ourselves around them and she'd be pulling us. And then you know, we would also do it to my father because he was taller. So it was, it was easy and he was stronger. We would wrap ourselves around him. And then my mom was like, stop holding my legs like that. It hurt. So we said, okay, we'll hold you. And so we would wrap our, we each grab an arm. Like, mama, 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 guess what happened? And sometimes, most of the stuff would be good and funny. Just trying to get it to laugh. 
<laughs> so anyway, so how you would wrap yourself around your mother and your father, wrap yourself around God even tighter, just like, just un unbreakable hold, just unbreakable. Jesus is Lord. I ain't letting go no matter what. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Remember, uh, God said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. So you got to give him that same commitment. Be like, look, Jesus, me and you, hey. I ain't leaving no forsaking you. All right. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, verse 10, it says, uh, Therefore, <coughs> oh, there shall no evil befall thee. Let me see here. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways i'm on verse 12 they shall bear thee up in their hands lest thou dash thy foot against a stone thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet amen 14 i'm still on psalms 91 verse 14 because because he hath, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he have known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I... Hold on a second. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Glory to God. Ooh-ooh. Hold on a second. All right, so we're going over to Isaiah chapter 13. Isaiah. Oh wait, Isaiah 54, chapter 13. Uh, I mean, verse 13. Isaiah 54, verse 13. Ooh. Still putting on the armor of God. And this is about the instruments that God will make to defend you. That's why I say, don't pick up a gun. Don't pick up a knife. Pick up the word of God. Because God will make an instrument that is stronger than a bullet, stronger than a knife, is stronger than a gun. Because sometimes, you know, when somebody comes at you with a knife, you don't need a gun. You need a shield. Because, you know, they be like, and they like pounding on you. And, 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 but if you got that shield, and it's not like, you know, it's not like one right here because, you know, then they could try and go down and under. But now with God, with God, he'll, he'll like make that shield like a bubble. And you'll be, and they'll be like, ah, but it's not them. It's the spirit that sent them. So what you can do is say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, devil. Come out of him now in the name of Jesus. I send you to the pit of hell. <laughs> And so pray for the person because that's a spirit that's on them. That ain't that ain't them. Most people don't want to hurt people, so uh, pray for them. Amen. Uh, but don't do nothing that God don't say. Now, Amen. The blood of Jesus. Uh, Isaiah fifty four thirteen says, and all these children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace. Of thy children. 
verse 14. It says, uh, In righteousness, In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shall be far from oppression for thou shall not fear and from terror for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together against thee, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Um, hold on a second. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Yeah, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Hold on a second. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. All right, so there we go. I apologize for all the pausing. I'm just trying to make sure I'm reading it right. All right, so uh, that's one of the effects that I'm dealing with right now. So, but we just got to keep on going, believing God for that miracle. And right now, that was just, we put on the whole armor of God. It only takes only a few minutes, but we went a little bit long, like I normally do. Um, so, you're listening to LUTGradio.com, uh, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting, 102.4 FM, on your FM dial. Alright, so we're in the HC over here in the DFW area of Texas. I found out uh, on this program... It was, uh, I think it's called uh, American Uncover. It's on the History Channel. Anyway, uh, it's about this geologist guy. He go around uncovering things about the earth, about America. And uh, the the name for Texas came from uh, the Native Indians, and they called it Tejas. Te- Tejas. Tejas. That's what they named Texas when they originally got here. They called it Tejas. And then, you know, uh, we Americanized it. We call it Texas. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> they call it Tejas. And we call it Texas. <laughs> I love it. I love it. On the program, one of the guys, was they were trying to dig a hole uh, for Rockwall. And uh, he, the guy says, uh, "Oh, well, do we? Shouldn't we get a permit uh, to dig?" He goes, "Uh-uh, you in Texas? If you want to dig a hole, dig a hole." <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. If you want to dig a hole, dig a hole. <coughs> <coughs> oh my goodness, so funny. All right, so uh, there's some other things I want to tell y'all. Um, um, keep on believing God no matter what. It's gonna people, people gonna come at you with different religions and 
different faiths and be like, see, if you had real power, you could make this plant grow instantly right now. True. But you do have power and power. Your power is in the name of Jesus. And so uh, don't give up on Jesus just because you haven't manifested uh, growing plants with your energy that's in your body. Because when God originally formed the earth, Adam's job was not to grow up plants. That wasn't his job. That was God's job to grow up vegetation. When you read the book of Genesis, uh, it talks about how uh, the herbs and plants came up out of the earth, including the trees, came up. And so all that stuff was God ordained. So being able to take a seed and manifest it, I ain't making fun of nobody. I mean, that takes a lot of power because what you're doing is you're harnessing something that don't belong to you. It actually belongs to God. And you're making this plant grow. And so um, don't don't flip out because if you're not able to do something like that. Because God spoke a word and he did it. He didn't stand over and go, okay, grow. No, he spoke a word. He told it, grow. And it did just that. And he went on about his business doing something else. And so um, anything that God has done. You, man, and Adam, male and female, you can do. So don't flip out because you can't do what somebody else is doing. Um, God showed us that example with Moses and um, and uh, Pharaoh's uh, magicians and whatnot. And so um, Moses' power came from God. When he told his, he told Moses, throw down your, your staff. It's going to become a snake and it's going to eat all those other staffs, which were snakes. It did just that. And he said, reach out your hand, pick it up. It'll be a staff again. And so, um, that power came straight from God. It was not Moses. It was not Moses doing those things. When Moses had all these demonstrations, he turned that water to blood. They had nothing to drink, but blood water. I mean, he put frogs all over the city, you know, telling Pharaoh, let my people go. God said, let my people go. And so, (laughs) and so all that power was God. That wasn't Moses. Moses was just a representative, a vehicle. Now the difference between Moses and Jesus is Jesus is both the power and the representative, the face of God. Jesus is the face of God. Jesus is the one that took the punishment for man. Jesus satisfied the anger of God. Jesus is the power of Jesus is the manifested harnessed power of the most high God. You hear me? Jesus is the manifested harnessed power of the most high God who is also the judge of man and the counselor of the righteous. So Jesus has authority over all the heavens, including all of hell and everything that God ever made. He has a full authority over everything that God ever made. So, uh, I did not mean to show you my whole spot, but I do. I see right now. I'm showing you my whole spot. Ah! All right. So y'all probably saw everything. That's okay. Yeah, I already know I'm doing this from home, so I don't even worry about it. And so anyway, (coughs) 
<coughs> um uh so Jesus Jesus is that power and when we believe God and we are faithful with God he will do demonstrations he will do miracle demonstrations or power demonstrations through us like oh uh, ooh part of me like um when you go to when you go to lay hands on somebody to heal them or you send a word to heal them that ain't you that's the power of God you ain't healing nobody that's God's power but what you're doing is you're putting your faith with God's faith and he's letting you be his representative in the earth. You, your hands are God's hands in the earth. So when you go and lay hands on somebody and say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Bam. And they get their healing. They be like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't ever take credit for that. Be like, God did that. That wasn't me. That was Jesus. That was the Lord God Almighty. That was not me. Don't give me credit for that. Give God the glory. Amen. Amen. And, and keep it walking. Because you don't want to take God's glory. Because he'll show up. He'll let you know. Don't be taking my glory. And he'll spank you like a father. Like a father would spank a baby. Bop, bop, bop. You're like, what does that look like? He ain't going to use you for a while. He ain't going to use you. <laughs> there was this preacher. God, God told him, go down to the altar and ask me for a ministry. Oh, pardon me. And he goes, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, I can just help out somewhere. He says, go down to the front, to the altar and ask me for a ministry. He just meant go down there, get on your knees and pray and ask me for a ministry. And he's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I ain't going to tell nobody that you, that I, that you asked me and that I don't want to do that. Cause, and before he was working and whatnot, he had work coming in and he was working in different ministries. And when he told God, no. God dried up his ministry work for a whole year. Then he goes, okay, God, I'll do it. <laughs> and God didn't give him no work for a whole year. He goes, you made me. And he's like, uh, God, why you do that? He said, well, you made me wait. And so because he made God wait, God made him wait. And so he says, don't you, when I ask you to do something, don't you ever tell me no again. Because God never tells us no. So why would we tell him no? Don't let fear rule you or control you. Because God hasn't given you a spirit of fear. Some people pray, Lord God, take this anger from me. He goes, I didn't give you that. Remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear. That includes anger. Fear is terror. God didn't give you that. That's all darkness. God, God, second Timothy one and seven says, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. And so God gave you all of his goodness, his good, 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 goodness. When you go to, uh, uh, first Peter, uh, pardon me. When you go to first Peter chapter, chapter two, and yeah, I probably already know where I'm going, but I'm on verse 20. It says, uh, wait, that's a little too much for me. Oh, okay. It says, uh, for what glory is it when ye be buffeted for your faults? Ye shall take it, pardon me, take it 
patiently. But if, pardon me, but if when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently. This is, hold on a second, acceptable with God. And so when God gives you a correction, accept the correction. Don't be like, man, God, so-and-so did the same thing. You ain't do nothing to him, blah, 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 blah. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. Just accept your correction when God gives you a correction. Because when he stops correcting you, then you got a problem. When God stops correcting you, then you, you got a problem. Because remember, in verse 24, it says, Who is own self bear our sins. Like I said, God, Jesus didn't have to do that. He volunteered for that. That was a volunteer situation. It's between him and the Holy Ghost. And so, well, <laughs> he, had, he he was up. And so he that was a volunteer situation. He did it because he loved us. Amen. Amen. Some of the uh, characters of God. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. Some of the characters of God you'll find... In the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verses uh, 1 through uh, 10, and I believe 11. <coughs> Pardon me. And so, when, you, when you're when wondering what type of person is Jesus, look up his character. Because we always want to know, am I doing this right? Am I doing this the way Jesus is doing it? And um, And that'll let you know. All right. And so one of the things uh, God talks about is um, being unclean and uh, and about uh, imitating Christ. All right. And in verse 11, it says, and have no fellowship. It says, and have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them okay so some of y'all like what have no have no uh dealings with unfaithful darkness rather reprove them here's a good example of okay god saying look so-and-so down the street is uh doing all kinds of crazy weird things they they into some some strange things that's gonna get them put in jail i want you going down there all right but then, let's say, for example, they went from doing crazy, strange things to people not in the neighborhood and then started coming to the neighborhood. And now they trying to call your sister or your brother to the door to come hang, you know, to come hang out with them. And so now you see your brother, or your sister walking towards their door. You got to go. Hold on, bro. Nah, that ain't happening. And uh, you gotta, and you gotta, you can't just uh, get up there and start fighting because then uh, your brother or sister gonna run straight to them. But what you do is you rebuke them you with the word of God. And you tell your brother or sister, hey, you know, they, they in there burning cats like alive. Burning, I'm just giving you an odd example, something weird. Uh, they in there doing all kinds of, crazy worship things into darkness would you want them burning your kitty cat 
And your little brother and sister going to be like, no, they would burn my dog. No. Oh, my God. And they're going to run away. <laughs> so, and so, and you rebuke them with the word of God. That's what God is talking about. You got to, when you, when you, re, when you reprove them, you rebuke them with the word of God. And then you go on your way and you tell your, you know, that person the truth about, you know, whatever, whatever. All right. So, um, I don't know why my nose is, it's just itching all of a sudden. Oh, and so anyway, I want to offer you an opportunity for salvation. We're not burning cats and dogs over here. <laughs> I apologize. That's not funny. <laughs> we we are burning up sin is what we're doing. And uh, I want to let you know. Um, in John 3, 16 and 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. The world might be saved. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You ever had a situation where you thought that um, one of your friends was trying to, uh, was upset with you and was trying to get back at you. And they, you thought that this particular thing that happened was them, like somebody TP your house. And you thought it was your friend. You're like, why you TP my house? They're like, what? That wasn't me. You're like, yes, it was. Like, no, I was at my grandma's house. What are you talking about? I can show you. Look, there's a timestamp on the picture. I wasn't here. And they're like, somebody TP my house. And they're like, well, I'll come help you clean it. But it wasn't me. You're like, I got to confess. I pranked you. I'm so sorry. They're like, dude, that was you last month. Oh, now you see it ain't funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm giving you like crazy examples, all right? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm saying that. So, you know, that John 3.17 is not about a uh, guy ain't never trying to get retaliate against somebody. Like, say, for example, somebody say, be like, well, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I, I feel like Jesus is convicting me. No, that's you feeling bad for your sins. Jesus ain't trying to make you hurt or make you in pain. He's trying to get you out of pain and forgive you of all your sins. So he ain't never trying to hurt you. It's just that when your sins stand up against the light, they don't, they, they, they weak and goes, and so it don't stand strong. So, uh, you, you can't stand before God as a sinner. You fall to the flow. Period. That's it. Bam, baby. <laughs> all right. So Jesus loves you. He wants you to be forgiven of all your sins. So if you want to be forgiven all this, all your sins, I wrote down a quick prayer that you can say with me. Uh, this prayer is not in the Bible, but it's based off the scriptures in the Bible. All right. All right. So it says, repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me 
and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead. That I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, hold on a second. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus, and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Hallelujah. Now that I'm saved, what do I do? Take authority over your life. Speak to any sickness in your body. Say, I say sickness. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Body, receive your healing now. Amen. And it could be a particular body part. Amen. Or give or it can be the whole thing. Amen. You can say skin. I rebuke this sickness in you. I command you to receive your healing now. Amen. Glory to God. All right. And then uh, also you can take a, I also want you to do, uh, take the 10 week, founda- 10 week foundation course. It's free. It's online. LUTGradio.com. And then read the uh, Holy Bible. Uh, starting off with the book of John chapter one. Uh, don't miss. Uh, and pray to ask God for church. Uh, that teaches from the Holy Bible. Amen. In spirit and in truth. Oh, my face. And um, I have I got a couple of them up here online, I believe, um, that you can check out. Um, but don't take my word for it. I want you to... Uh, don't take my word for it. I want you to pray and ask God. Amen. And then continue taking authority uh, over your life. Amen. Amen. And when you go to church, they always talk about tithes, T-I-T-H-E-S. And that's 10% of your earnings. So if you earn $1, your tithe is 10 cents. You earn $10, your tithe is $1. You earn $100, your tithe is $10. You earn $150, your tithe is $15. All right. So with that being said, now you know. 
Amen. Um, and you're not surprised by it. Because some of us be like, what? Why am I going to give my money to the preacher? He didn't go to work for me. I went to work. He didn't stand up there at the chicken shack, you know, shaking all that chicken together. And so the money, <laughs> the preacher is like the face of God, like God's hands in the earth. And so that's God's 10% and you get 90% and check this out. When you sow a tithe, you can put a demand on that tithe for something that you want. So every time you sow a tithe, I don't care if it's a penny, 10 cents, a dollar, $10, a $1,000, a million dollars, put a demand on that tithe. Say, okay, Lord God, I won't, I'm believing you for this. Amen. It could be a house, a car, health. Uh, it could be anything, your family saved, uh, increase in business, uh, help at work. It could be anything. And so, uh, but don't pray bad prayers. Don't say, God, I'm sowing this tithe so you can knock, knock this girl in the head. Cause she get in my nerves. She get on my nerves. He ain't going to do that. He ain't going to do that. So don't pray bad prayers. Don't pray violent prayers for God to do something like that. You like Kathy? How do you know? Because somebody was bothering me to the point of just, just, it was harassment. And I said, God, it would be so nice if you would just thump them upside the head. And then maybe that would just rattle something loose and make them stop. And God said through the pastor, he says, the pastor goes, I don't know why I'm saying this. He says, but uh, Jesus just said, I can, if I thump him upside the head, I'll kill him. So I'm not going to do that. I was like, oh, oops, that was me. That was me. That was me. <laughs> and so God will hear your prayers. And it, to be honest with you, it was as he was talking, it was like I could hear God and God was kind of laughing a little bit because he understood what I was going through. And he was like, uh, yeah, I got this for you, but I can't throw up upside the head. I'm going to correct him, but, he, but I can't. Th- I don't, I don't want to thump him upside the head. I right? ask me for a good prayer, not a bad prayer. And so <laughs> ask God for a good prayer. Not a bad prayer. Ask him for something good. You can say something like, Lord God, I just thank you. Promote this person out of my life. Uh, Bless him, Lord God, to get married and move away and get a better job. Or, to be honest with you, what I would say, and this may sound a little selfish, but I would say, Lord God, promote me. Amen. Increase my wages. Make me director of the area or something. Say if you work in a chicken shack, you know, and they get like franchises, make me a regional director, Lord. Uh, make me a, a franchise owner, Lord God. Promote me. Amen. You're like, what? That's right. Because when you can promote it, you ain't got to deal with that person no more. Right? You going to pray for somebody else to get promoted and for them to get a higher income and you struggling. Uh-uh. Pray good prayers, starting with yourself. You want to pray for something for them? Lord God, I just thank you for help, making them healthy. Amen. Saving a soul. Aight? So you always want to pray good things for yourself and pray good things for other people. But don't pray for somebody to get more income than you and you still struggling. Now you can say something like, God, make us all rich. Okay, he can do that. 
But don't, because some people, oftentimes people will forget to ask God to bless their own finances. They will pray for everybody else's finances, but they own. Don't do that. Because you need money too. You, shoes don't, shoes don't buy themselves. Shoes require money. You got to get that store owner money before you can walk out the store with them shoes. Or, the, or that food. Because if you try and walk out without paying for it, the police going to show up at your door. And you're going to get three years for a pair of shoes. No, come on now. So anyway, ask God for some good stuff. Keep on asking him. Keep on believing. <laughs> Excuse me. And keep on thanking him for it. Amen. Amen. And uh, keep on listening to LUTGradio.com. Share the link. Um, go to the website. Become a, a sponsor at any amount. Amen. And uh, you, if you subscribe at $150 a month, I know that may sound like a lot, but except for you people that buy them shoes that are $1,100, God bless you. And y'all be paying cash too. Uh, <laughs> you, you can sponsor, if you sponsor at 150 bucks a month, you can get like swag and gear and whatnot. It's on the website. Or you can sponsor it a dollar a month, $20 a month. Um, whatever the minimum is for the uh, uh, ACH, I think it's between one and five dollars. Um, so anyway, but you'll know when you go click on the thing. So you can do it at any amount. Thank you so much for tuning in. You'll be spon- you'll be sponsoring me, Kathy Brocks, and um, we're getting the gospel out. Amen. And um, check out, I got a couple of things on the website. Check out the website. Tell me what you think. You can leave a comment on my social media, Facebook page, um, the WKKP uh, page. Uh, it's linked to Instagram. Uh, you can do it on my Twitter page at LUTG Radio. And so um, let me know, you know, what you think. You can do it on this uh, Instagram. Be like, yo, girl, your sign is crazy. It's jacked up. I do have a new sign. But it's an outdoor sign, and so the fumes are a bit much for me for inside. So I got to get an indoor sign. But, you know, when you're this close to a sign, the fumes, no matter indoor or outdoor, the fumes is going to be a lot. And so anyway, uh, we're work- I'm working on getting a better better setup. Uh, so thank y'all so much for tuning in, listening in, prayer, putting on your armor of God, trusting Jesus with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and know that God loves you. And you listen to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, digital broadcasting. And Instagram went off. All right, so we're going to leave it off. So peace out. See y'all. I think that might have been an hour.